Hey everyone, happy Monday. Welcome back to another episode of the Dental Download Podcast. There's no true intro this week because I don't need to catch you up on anything because the whole episode is going to be a catch-up theme, but I did want to let you know that next week's episode is going to be with Colin Carr, the CEO of Carr Healthcare Real Estate. So we're going to talk all about buying a practice, whether that is leasing an office or buying an office that you're going to buy out and start a practice that way, but basically all about mistakes that people make when it comes to healthcare real estate. But today we're just going to be recapping my first year of dental school. I'm going to highlight some of the main experiences and takeaways from each semester, so summer, fall, and winter, but really taking a deeper dive into my actual winter term that I just finished up because I did do full recap episodes, one for the summer term and one for the fall term. So I'll make sure I link those episodes in the description of this, but also on the podcast this morning as you're listening. You can click through that way as well if you want to listen to a more thorough recap of summer or fall. And then at the end of the episode, I'm just going to be answering some questions that you all sent in things like hardest thing, best thing, any realizations, anything I didn't expect, stuff like that. So let's just get right into this episode. So quickly starting with summer term, some of the standout moments, I just really remember not being in the best place mentally, like struggling with obviously the pandemic. We were fully virtual. I stayed living at home with my parents. So I think Socially, that was a struggle, just not getting to connect with my classmates, feeling like I was maybe missing out on the few people that did move to Ann Arbor. And mostly, though, it was more of just all stuff in my head, all overthinking, lots of imposter syndrome, and just that transition being pretty tough. Again, just feeling like I was capable of being in dental school, doubting myself, comparing myself to others. There's episodes about that as well. I talk about that in the summer episode, but I also have an episode all about comparison in dental school, so you should check that out as well. But aside from like the mental transition and just getting into the headspace of dental school, I also remember struggling academically too, transitioning, just figuring out how to keep up with the pace of the classes. Our summer term only had 10 credits, so it wasn't necessarily that there was a bunch of classes to manage. It was just each class did go very fast because it was an accelerated semester rather than being like four months or whatever. It was only two. So we did have exams and quizzes and things pretty often and everything just felt pretty high stakes because it was only like a couple exams for the class and that was your whole grade or something, which is just kind of how it is in a lot of dental school classes, but that was something I was getting used to, not really getting like homework points or like in-class attendance points, really just having a lot of your grade be based on one exam or two exams was kind of an adjustment. But full circle, looking back on that, I can really see that I did transition and I did make it through. It was kind of waves it wasn't like a uphill climb finally got there like there were good moments and bad moments and it was kind of ups and downs throughout the whole summer but at the end I really did feel a lot more stable mentally but also just academically I felt like I had a handle on how I liked to learn best and I was just really excited to start in the fall and be partially in person and move to Ann Arbor and everything. And once it was fall semester, honestly, fall and winter, which I just finished up my winter term, both of those flew by so quickly. And I think part of it was that I finally moved to Ann Arbor. So I was living in my apartment at school with my roommate and we were going into school a couple days a week. So I think both of those things contributed to just the days going by quicker, being busier, um, just having time like walking to school, that like little commute takes up part of your day. And just, again, you're just busier when you're in labs, you kind of zone out and time 
Like you don't even realize that time's passing and then your three-hour lab is done and it feels like it was the blink of an eye. But two days a week for fall, we were going in in person to do sim lab pre-clinic and that was really it. Everything else was online. So there was still a lot of online classes and just really having to be in charge of your own schedule and motivating yourself. So there was definitely like peaks and valleys for that semester for motivation and for success and adjusting to all these new classes again if you want to hear the classes I took listen to the fall recap episode but I would say like in terms of just overall how the semester went academics and just as a whole individual um, I feel like my grades did go down a little bit but I wasn't that surprised by that because again in the summer they kind of slowly ease us in with like 10 credits but then in the fall it's a full semester so like four months or whatever it may be and it was about 24 credits I think around 12 classes so I was a little bit below my goal that I'm internally setting for myself right now I don't know how realistic this is but I'd like to finish dental school with around a 3.5 GPA which for reference that's a lot lower than what I was doing in undergrad and I know that's more realistic for me in dental school but that semester and so far in all my semesters I'm still getting below that but I think by the time I graduate with classes that are more clinical based I'll be able to boost that but who knows that's its own side tangent but my point is that I was still doing decent in my classes there wasn't really bombing anything I wasn't just barely passing every class there were classes that I was really successful in and some that I was fairly successful in and then there were some like biomaterials I just barely passed just got in there but um aside from academics I did feel like I was doing so so like mentally I was great I was really having a good time and I was starting to make friends and like socially everything was looking up and I was just in a really good headspace and I think that was the first thing like I had to take care of my mental health first but I did notice that I wasn't doing as much as I wanted for like my physical health like I wasn't necessarily eating super clean all the time or making sure that I was moving my body exercising and that was a goal that I set for myself for the winter term and that is something that Now I can say that since that semester's over, I really did prioritize that. I still think I can be better, but definitely more times going to the gym and utilizing HelloFresh has been so great. I started doing that in the middle of January and I've been doing it since and I probably will for most of dental school because it's just so easy for your meals and you can be as healthy or as fun as you want with your different picks each week and everything, but that's been a really great way to help with the time management and the stress and making a fun time every couple nights when I want to cook a real dinner and it's already all ready for me to go but that's kind of its own thing but yeah that was kind of fall semester in general and I guess the last thing I wanted to highlight for fall semester was that my main way like I mentioned it was a lot of still virtual learning and just a ton of hard science classes all online and my main motivation honestly was just like get through this week, get through this week, get through this week. And then by the time it was like Thanksgiving, it was like get to break, finish the semester because that's our longest break of each academic year is the winter break. So that's about 3.5 weeks off, which is really nice, like three and a half weeks of no school. So that was really motivating me to get through D1 fall semester, let me tell you. But um, in winter semester, my motivation really did not come from thinking about a break because I just finished that semester uh, last Thursday and we just have one week off. So I had Friday off and then one week and then we're back again starting our full summer term as D2s and that's from May 3rd to like August 26th or something so it really is a full new semester we don't really get like a summer break we just get one week off now um in April and then we get one week off at the beginning of July in the middle of that term but 
no real summer break. So I didn't really have a long rest period to look forward to. So what was actually motivating me was more the fact that I was about to be done with a full year. That was really a lot of my motivation by the time I was nearing finals or even like the last batch of midterms. And more so than one year of four done, okay, that's like good, but that's not that exciting. But more so one of two years done of like really heavy didactic work before we get into clinic. So I'm halfway done with the years that are just like solid book work, super draining, maybe depending on how your learning style is, like just not as it's not as easy. It's not easy to get yourself to do all this hard science lectures, book work, exams, and you might be way more excited and intrigued by hands-on work with patients and everything. And I'll get to do more of that soon. So that was kind of my big motivation for getting through this semester. I also feel like I had a lot of growth on YouTube, which was actually really exciting. And that made me feel really proud and accomplished both in the fall and in the winter. I was seeing just like more views and everything, which is whatever but what was more exciting is that like actual I felt like the community of people watching my videos was growing and I was getting more and more messages every week of different people from all around the country but also even other countries in the world messaging me and it's just really cool to have conversations with whether they're dental students in other places or pre-dental students or dentists and it's just been really exciting to get to connect with new people whether it's Instagram DMs or comments on my videos it just really gives me like an outlet and it's a really great way for me to have something to do that's not school related, but is still feels like a productive way to spend my time, if that makes sense. Like I'm taking a break, but I'm still doing something that has some form of value. But of course, I do still allow myself to take breaks that are purely just for relaxing as well, because I think that is so important. And hopefully from this episode, you get that I definitely, definitely put a lot of emphasis and value on mental health and on taking care of yourself first before you can be a successful student. Another thing that I mentioned with the fall, like I said, fall and winter both went by really fast, but I felt like winter went by even faster because we were even more in person. We were in person some weeks. I was in person every single day for at least a little bit because we had a lot of different labs. After this, I'm going to read off all the classes we took and just kind of give you a brief recap of how they worked and whether they were online, in person, both, kind of the highlights, all of that. But because you were in person more, I feel like the days went by so much faster. And also, you're just like always go, 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 and your brain is like spinning at a thousand miles an hour, which I'm going to talk about at the end of this episode as being kind of a con, but it does make the days go by very fast when you're just on super speed mode in your head all the time. And that's because we have exams all the time, it feels like, with exams like every week, or maybe you get one week off here and there, but exams almost every week, you're just always, always working. So every day is full of activities again whether that be school constantly or school and then something for yourself but that's still like taking up time if that makes sense it's never like I have so much time and I don't know how to fill it it's I get this many hours in the day how can I fit everything in is more how it goes and that's why the days feel very long and very full but yet they happen very quickly So quickly here, I'm just going to take a couple minutes to talk through all of the classes that we had this semester and give you just kind of a rundown of what they were all about. So we were in 26 credits, and I believe it was 13 or 14 classes looking at this list. So I'll just start at the top, and the first class that's on this transcript is pharmacology, principles of pharmacology. So like basic 
our introduction to the topic of farm. And I really love this class structure. We had the option to either take a midterm and a final, and that was our grade, or you could do weekly assignments that kind of summarize the material and you were answering like ref- ref- informative questions, I guess, and forming kind of a little booklet or a manual for you to be able to reference later when you're in clinic or when you're even practicing as a dentist for different drug interactions or mechanisms. And that's the route I chose, as you can tell on me expanding this so much, but I thought that was a really unique way to have students learn and it really let you sit with the material every week and force you to do that rather than cramming like a week of the exam and not taking as much out of the class. So I really enjoyed that class and we're taking another farm next semester coming up in a couple weeks here. The other class is radiology. So that class was lectures and weekly quizzes, as well as a midterm and a final, but then we also had a lab component that was 20% of our grade where we went in to the ACE clinic, which is just one of our learning labs, not the same place that we do SimLab, and we worked on Dexter, which is a mannequin head that has real skull, real teeth in it, and we took some x-rays. We had to do a set of quite a few bite wings using different plates for the sensors so we used like xcp we used rins we used 360 unigrip and then we also used phosphorus plates and then we also had to take a pan and we had to do um just a couple sets of bite wings with different ways like i mentioned so we had three different sessions to complete all of that which felt kind of stressful in the moment but everyone managed to get it done and basically they check it as you went so as long as you got them checked off as you went you knew you got full credit for the 20 percent of the class which was also pretty nice and again that was like another time we were in person was for those labs and then the next class is clinical foundations for this semester which is our SimLab preclinic class. And that class also has exams as well as lectures that you watch every week. So there was some form of like a little quiz or a little assignment that we had to do every single week as well as two midterms and a final for our grade. And then also every single practical that we had was 13% of our grade. So this semester in SimLab, we started off with class fours and class fives at the same time. So class four is like if you chip one of your um, anterior front teeth then you would need to like smooth out that part that you chipped and then reconstruct a full like portion of that front tooth so it was like a very aesthetic filling and it was tricky because a lot of other fillings you're filling from like the occlusal of a tooth to have that base kind of along the gum line that you're pressing the composite into but with this you're looking from outside right into their mouth like there's no backing so you have to use the composite to build a shell backing for you to be able to do the rest of the restoration on if that makes any sense so that was one of the tricky things was there no there was nothing like for it to hold on to essentially you had to create a whole something out of nothing and that's what made class fours really tough class fives were very simple and that was nice I think it was a good like boost to everyone's grade basically that's a cavity that's really close to your gum line So you're going to be doing kind of a little long ways kidney bean along the gum line. And then that's pretty easy to fill in because it's a tiny little um, hole. (laughs) It's a tiny little hole. And like I mentioned, it's easy when you're just pressing composite against some like dentin wall. So really, it's not that hard to do. And I think that everyone did really well in that practical. So it was a nice little boost to our grades. Class fours was, like I said, very tricky. Another story. I passed both of those, but um, a lot of my classmates did have to remediate the class fours. And then the next thing we worked on was, I believe, class two. So we jumped right into class two with amalgam. So we had pre-prepped teeth 
for some of them and then some of them we had to start doing the prep ourselves and then we were filling it with amalgam which is the silver filling and at first amalgam was kind of hard to work with but for me I did get it down and then I did very well I think I got like a 90 on that practical with the amalgam filling for class two so that was great and then the hardest thing for me though was the class two composite and as well the actual prep part of the tooth so when you're drilling before you fill so the part where we were drilling the preparation I did have to remediate which is just like last week that that happened and then I also had to remediate the restoration which is where you fill it with the composite but both of those um, my remediations were really high scores so that just shows that I improved a lot and I've mentioned this before but basically if you have to remediate that just means redo and the maximum points you'll get put into the grade book is 70, which is a C, but they'll still grade it. So they told me like I got a 90 and an 85, but it gets put in as a 70, but at least like I know that I improved that much, which makes you feel really good. The next class is comprehensive care clinic. This class is always weird. We've had it every semester and you never really know like what it is. It's basically a class that supervises a bunch of other clinical component lab classes and just kind of combines them all and gives you like a overall schedule for when you do what you need to do and it also has to do with treatment planning and like inputting patient information into the online system at the school so nothing too crazy this semester but that was that and then we also had a class called diagnostic sciences so that's where we learned about different malignant and non-malignant oral tissue lesions so whether that was like white lesions or red lesions and then a bunch of different names for them that honestly slipped my mind but I was able to do well in the class and on the exams and hopefully as time goes on and I start maybe seeing them on patients hopefully nothing life-threatening obviously but different lesions hopefully again not um, malignant or dangerous but different things I'll get better at identifying them and you know because that's really important for clinic is being able to spot oral cancer, or any other malformations on the tissues in the mouth. The next class was oral health promotion. This class was only half the semester, so this had like finished up around, I don't know, maybe February or something, like January and February is when it happened, and that was with a professor that I really like who's done classes with us every semester, and it was just focused on kind of like different dental accessibility and stuff so different services that kids can use can to get dental care if they don't have insurance and um, just disparities in healthcare um, in general and then also of course how that applies to dentistry so that was pretty interesting it was very just discussion based we did some like short reflection responses nothing too crazy so that was like a nice class to balance out your week and everything the next one was fundamentals of periodontics so that class was only one credit, but it takes up so much time. Like you spend hours and hours working on it every week just for one credit, which is a little frustrating. And I think a lot of us wrote about that in the like course evaluations at the end of the semester. It's a great class. It's a super important class. It was a super interesting class, but it should be more credits for the work that we're doing. But this class also had a lab component. So starting with the lecture component, there were videos every week up to like four hours of videos for one credit class and then you had to take a quiz that was like 10 questions that was one attempt and done all these other classes that I've mentioned quizzes so radiology and clinical foundations they were more like participation quizzes you had to get 100% but you could take it as many times as you needed to but this class was like quizzes 
for correctness, one attempt, hopefully you do well kind of thing. So those were tough sometimes and I did not do well on all those quizzes. And then we also had exams. We had a midterm that was online and then we also had a final last week that was in person, which was interesting. That was the first in-person final that I've taken since my fall of or like end of my senior year before the pandemic happened in undergrad so it's been over a year since I've taken an in-person exam and that made me really nervous I like had trouble sleeping the night before because it just felt so weird but um anyways that final I think actually went pretty well it had like a lab component where we were identifying different scalars and curettes and like the working end or proper orientation of instruments and perioprobes and assessment explorers and everything and then we also had a written component that was in person as well that was more case-based for perio but I think the class is really interesting basically you're learning about like gingival health and bone health and the first step of any treatment planning for a patient like as soon as you see them is periodontal assessment and taking care of their gum health and like any calculus buildup or if they need deep scaling with like a cavitron which is like an electric water scaler rather than just a hand instrument that's the first thing you're going to do for any patient and you can't proceed with like treating caries or definitely not doing like aesthetic things until you take care and get a patient to be periodontally stable so that's why this class is really important and I thought it was extremely interesting it just took up a lot of time (laughs) and also I just mentioned I want to make sure I talk about the lab portion as well so as the semester went on Every week, like I said, we'd have lecture videos to watch that gradually got to be more like an hour and a half rather than four hours, but it'd be about whatever instrument, and then we'd go in. So if we had a lecture about sickle scalers, then we'd go into lab, and we would use sickle scalers on the type of knot, and then we'd go back a couple weeks later, and we would use sickle scalers on our peers. So we were doing periodontal exams, periodontal cleanings on our classmates with the different instruments as we learned about them. So you got a chance to practice on the type of knot, and then you go back and practice on a person, which is still intimidating. Usually the structure allows for a lot more practice, but because of COVID, we really didn't get a ton of usage, and they understand that, so they know that they're going to have to prepare us a little bit more before we start working on real patients. But that's kind of how the lab component worked. And then another class that we had was behavioral science. So that one... Um, again, kind of like some of the other classes I've mentioned, was a nice supplement to the curriculum that wasn't such a hard science, which was really nice. So it was awesome class. We had behavioral science one last semester, and this semester we had behavioral science two that we just took, same professor. And again, it's like treating patients with different mental illnesses, treating patients with different physical disabilities, treating patients with addiction, topics like that, and how that's going to affect us in doing our patient care. And that class, we just had a final, so that was your whole grade, and then a couple little group projects throughout the semester. Next class was intro intro to prosthodontics, so that one stressed me out because I personally acted like it didn't exist until right before the final, like a couple weeks before, and then I just watched all 12 lectures because there was one lecture a week, and the only grade was 100% your final. So I figured if I started watching them, Back in January, I wasn't going to remember them at the end of April anyways, so I kind of started looking at them towards the end of March. But prosthodontics is your like dentures, your bridges, your implants, um, anything that's like a prosthetic, so like a fake artificial tooth structure, if that makes sense. So crowns are also considered um, prosthetics. The other class we had was two systems classes. So we had nervous system is what we took first. That was like January and February. And then we took musculoskeletal system. 
that was March and April. So both of those were fine. They were hard. They were tough. They had a couple midterms, I think like three exams each. And then there wasn't like a cumulative final. It was just like the third set of material. They had guest lecturers like that taught each lecture was someone that was like a professional in the subject. So it wasn't really super based on the actual course director at all. It was just whoever was the best at teaching the topic, gave us the topic. You studied their slides and you hoped for the best on the exams. They were pretty case-based exams, like applying them to, especially nervous system was very case-based. Like you would get a presentation, this patient can't do this, this, and this, and can't like hear out of this ear, this eye is twitching, like things like that. And then you had to kind of diagnose them based on like what nerve might be damaged or something. So that was challenging for sure, but got through it. Um, I got like a B plus in both of those systems classes, so I was pretty proud of that. And then our last two classes, so the second to last one was Development, Regeneration, and Genetics. So basically, we just call that genetics. And that class is so tough. One of the worst classes that we take at our dental school, like challenging-wise. And I got through it, though. I don't have much to say about it. It's just as tough. It's about a lot of like developmental biology, but on more of a genetics side and the first unit is like again a lot of developmental biology when it comes to teeth development so like pulp development is a lecture pulp responses the actual like dentin and enamel development and the different cells that do that and the different transcription factors that get expressed so that they know to start secreting like enamel in and everything it's pretty cool but it's stuff that we already kind of covered actually in the fall semester in our cell biology class so the first exam wasn't too bad because we were already exposed to that material but then the next two exams were mostly new material and they were about genetic defects that would result in some kind of deformation on the teeth whether that's like dentinogenesis imperfecta one and two are pretty common ones or amelogenesis imperfecta are pretty common as well. Um, Dentinal dysplasia are some of them. So just like different um, deformations, but there's a bunch, like we probably covered, like each exam had like 60 genes on it. It was ridiculous. (laughs) And then those are related to like one in a hundred million people will have this defect, but you still have to know it. So it seemed a little far reaching at times, but certain things, like I said, like AI, DD, um, Uh, dentinogenesis imperfecta like those things are on the boards and are important and you will be diagnosing so certain things like I totally felt like were fair and then certain things I thought were a little far-reaching but that's dental school you just do what they tell you to do and the very last class was cariology too so we took the first cariology last semester and we took the second one this semester I love that class it's so interesting it's very relevant everything you're learning about you would use in clinic um, like every single week So it's different treatments, like different options for fluoride, different things that are on the market. Are they better than fluoride? Are they not? Newsflash, nothing has been clinically proven to be better than fluoride, but there are things that you could recommend if patients are strongly opposed to fluoride that could be helpful or that could be used like in conjunction with fluoride to be helpful. But yeah, that's really all the classes we took. That's a little summary about all of them. Overall, this semester... Just really felt like everything in dental school was coming together, which was so exciting. There's lots of overlap, I think, in the important concepts. I know that was something I was stressed about. I'm like, how am I going to become a competent dentist? How am I going to remember all this? How am I going to pass my boards? But the most important things you learn about in almost every single class because it all does interconnect and you understand 
the why from different aspects. You understand it from a physiological aspect, from a pharmacokinetic aspect, from a developmental aspect, from a clinical, like, oral manifestation aspect. And then it just pieces all the puzzle pieces together. And sometimes it doesn't make sense. Sometimes it does. Little things stick. Other things are going to take more practice. But it does all start to come together. And you get to feel more competent with patient care and, like, clinical thinking. That's really what I've noticed. Like, I can reflect about how much more I understand now compared to the summer term. And I can explain things a little bit better to non-dental people, to, like, my family and friends and have it actually make sense. I could explain it at a slightly higher level. And I could also explain it more in, like, layman's speak. So I think that proves that I am learning a lot. And that makes me feel... A lot less stress, I think, because I know that that trend of growth is going to continue every year of dental school, if that makes sense. So it can be daunting your first year and every year of dental school, knowing that there's so much more information out there that you haven't been exposed to yet or that you maybe didn't fully grasp when you were originally presented the material. But you're going to be able to look back and see that you have learned a lot still and that the important concepts you have gotten a good handle on. So before we head into the little bit of Q&A that I prepared, um, I did just want to say like heading into my second year, I definitely feel so good, like mentally so much better than I did um, like at the beginning of dental school, basically those first couple months. And I just feel like I have a good handle on whatever may come my way in the upcoming years. And I feel like even though I know things are going to be very challenging D2 year, debatably harder than the first year academically, I know that I'll be able to deal with it. And I'm really looking forward to SimLab next year having a different outlook. It's going to be more aesthetic based. I mentioned what prosthodontics means. We're going to be doing a lot of pros skills. So we're doing crowns, dentures, bridges, rather than preps and restorations next year. So I'm looking forward to all of that. But now we can get into the little bit of Q&A from questions that you all sent in on Instagram. All right, let's get into this Q&A questions, the ones you all set in on Instagram. Instagram's just at Dental Download Podcast, and sometimes I pull questions from my own Instagram at Haley Schultz Dental. But first off, some people asked about the course load compared to undergrad, studying, difficulty, challenges, dental school versus undergrad. So I already have a whole episode about that, so you can search Dental School versus Undergrad Dental Download Podcast, and you should find that episode. Another question was how difficult was it bonding with your classmates and making friends? I would say this is still something that's a struggle for me. It's something I don't, like I'm not as bothered by as I was when I was starting dental school that I felt like it was difficult making friends. Now I don't care as much because I've just like had time to grow and mature and realize that I still have a bunch of other great people in my life as well as the couple friends that I'm making in dental school that I'm getting closer with as time goes on. And if you think back to maybe undergrad, if you did four years and undergrad more traditionally, you really didn't have like your core group of friends till maybe like mid-sophomore year, maybe even later. So it's understandable that I won't have like a core crew perhaps or could change as time goes on throughout dental school since it is four years. But in general, there's just a big range of life stages in dental school there's people that are around my age like 22 23 24 that are still very into like going out on the weekend socializing doing like pickup sports just really I guess more 
youthful, big group social things. And there's people that are living with their partners, whether they're married or not, or they have pets, or they're going to start having kids during dental school. So there's people just in various life stages. So you can kind of find people to mesh with, like, however you like. And yeah, it's just something I'm working on. It's something that did bother me earlier in dental school that I didn't feel like I had like a crew yet and other people did. But slowly but surely, I'm just making connections with people as they come, whether they're in my grade or they're upperclassmen. I feel like I've gained some good upperclassmen friends through different organizations and like the Christian Dental Association, like Bible studies and our small group that we have. I feel like I've gotten really close with those girls and my roommate, of course. We knew each other in undergrad, but not like much and now we're really good friends so there are people more people in my class as well but it's not like I have like a group chat of people that I'm in yet I think that that would come in time or maybe not at all because like I said it's a different life stage you don't necessarily need to be in like a group chat with 12 girls to feel like you're included and like one with the class if that makes sense like everyone's very kind to everyone and open to everyone and like willing anyone can come to like any gathering and they're all happy to have whoever there it's very like opening and welcoming but then people obviously have their couple people that they kind of hang with on a more frequent basis but yeah that's kind of the answer to the whole socializing and making friends thing so what was your favorite class I would say really like the clinical based ones I think felt the most like practical and applicable um some of the more content-based ones I feel like or like science-based classes I found immunology to be really interesting although it was difficult I found periodontics to be really interesting I think in the summer term so way back when many months ago I found anatomy head and neck anatomy to be very interesting as well but for like the clinical classes I would say my favorite has been cariology one and two just because of the way it's graded it's very actually based on like your effort and how much time you put into the class really does translate into getting you an A. And I just think it's relevant, like I mentioned and throughout this episode, that like every single day you're going to be using this material, whether it's patient education or in your decision making and treatment planning. So it's just like crucial information. I'm really glad that we got the chance to learn it. The most challenging class for me was probably biomaterials and a lot of people would say that that class was fine for them but for me it's just something that never really clicked so we had biomaterials one and two and then we're also going to have a third part next semester that I'm not looking forward to but that class was one of my lowest grades and something that never clicked it brings up some concepts from physics which was something I was never good at but a class that I struggled with and I think a lot of people struggled with are both the classes cell biology and genetics and those were taught by the same professor at our school that's just pretty tough and it's tough content and it's organized in a tough way so that made it a really challenging class the next question was was it as difficult as you expected and were all of your classes exam focused so i would say no it was not all exam focused we had sim lab and other labs that were participation or graded for like clinical competency or accuracy but some classes were more so project based and just participation in general but then there were still classes that your entire grade were exams whether that was a midterm and a final or a hundred percent of your grade from one final exam So that wasn't ideal when it was really all based on just exams. I would say most of our classes incorporate some form of like participation, weekly quizzes, group projects, little assignments that at least give some buffer to your grade or extra credit opportunities as well definitely are offered at our school. And just in general for was it as difficult as you expected? Short answer, yes. Yes, dental school is very hard. (laughs) 
Um, someone asked, how has your mental health been lately? I really appreciate that question. That's a very kind of you to ask and to care. Uh, I kind of mentioned it throughout this episode that at this point, I ended the semester in a really good place. I still have like little bouts of anxious moments throughout the day that kind of disrupt my flow a little bit and I kind of start to overthink and get in my head but it's something I'm always working on and if that continues and it's something I can't work through through meditation or through different like thinking techniques or distraction or whatever it may be I'm definitely going to continue seeing the therapist at the dental school because she is amazing and I really appreciate that resource that we have. The next question was what is your biggest realization that you had? So this is something I say all the time, but that it's so important to not overthink the transition into dental school. Don't compare the way you work to the way anyone else is working. Study as much as you need to in the ways that you need to. Imposter syndrome is very real. Everyone deals with it, but try to avoid it. Try to put yourself in a place where you're not constantly comparing yourself to people because you are your own person and every single person is doing dental school differently. Whether or not it may seem like everyone's on the same routine, they're not. Everyone's doing their own thing, so you should also be doing your own thing. Kind of continuing with some of the struggles, the next question was, what was the hardest part? So I have two things that I thought about as being some of the hardest things that stuck out to me. I would just say in general, over the whole year, I can just remember so many moments where I was just so mentally exhausted. Because whether you're doing dentistry all day hands-on or lecture-based classes, your brain is just spinning. It's working full speed and trying so hard to understand new things, to get new information in your head, to connect different concepts that you're just spinning. You're running on like overdrive all the time. So it's so hard to just like sit down and like turn that off and relax and like someone asks you how you are and you're like, I have no idea. Like I haven't even let myself process how I'm feeling I've just been doing doing things all day so that's something that's been (laughs) kind of crazy but that's one thing I thought of as being kind of a hard part of dental school is just like letting yourself relax and then the other thing that was challenging of course has been sim lab and not letting yourself get too freaked out or stressed if you're not getting a skill down or if you never get it down um if you don't end up getting something to where it's like perfect Because dentists are going to do these procedures thousands and thousands of times and then finally feel like really efficient at it. And you're going to get to do it probably like 10 times, maybe 20 times in some labs. So like, of course, you're not going to feel super proficient at all these skills. And you're going to have certain things that click better for you than other people. Um, And I'm going to have another episode. I've done one with SimLab tips. So that's something you can search as well. But I do plan to make another one with like updated tips, more tips, and also talking more about the D2 SimLab experience as well but in that episode I'm just going to mention it here again like it's so important to try to get input from other people I say don't compare yourself to other people progress wise and like academics wise but when it comes to lab I think talking to as many people seeing as many people's work getting as many tips as you can does really help for lab and our last question ending it on a more positive note what is the proudest part of your first year of dental school Like I mentioned, just like reflecting and recognizing how much I've advanced in my learning and understanding, I feel like I've made like visual improvements in SimLab, of course, comparing like my restorations and preps at the beginning of a project towards the end, towards the practical or something, or just the beginning of ever holding a drill till now. You can obviously see a lot of improvement, but really 
it's like that academic and the conceptual understanding of a lot of clinical concepts that are finally starting to click for me that do make me feel very proud of the work that I've put in to get to this point. That's everything for this episode, though. I hope you all really enjoyed it, and I just want to thank you so much for being a part of my first year of dental school, for listening to this podcast, or if you follow me on any other social media platforms, or however you're engaged, whether you listen every week, from time to time, whatever it may be. I just want to say thank you and that I appreciate you so much. I've been doing this podcast for over a full calendar year now, and it's going to be going into my second year of dental school, so I can't wait to continue growing with you all. And on that note, I will talk to you next Monday.